Which mythical punishment would you least like to endure? Did Captain Kirk die every time he teleported? And finally, what lies beyond our observable universe? Welcome to Is A Hot Dog A Sandwich with me and your boy Ethan. How are you doing on this fine day, good sir? It's your boy Ethan. Ooh. Welcome. And want me you. Hey. Soldier Boy every single day. Tell us. He's the savior of our universe. <laughs> he is. Our known and unknown. Uh, yeah, facts. <laughs> facts. He observes everything. He is the true watcher. <laughs> he is. So thank you, Soldier Boy, again. Oh, yeah. And thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of It's a Hot Dog Sandwich. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shout out Instagram right at the front at It's a Hot Dog Pod. Ooh. Go check us out. Check us out. What do you want us to speak about on our next episode? And what do you think of our current topics today? Mm-hmm. How are you doing, Jed? I'm doing really, really good. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm living the life. Your mom laughed at my mullet today, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was quite funny. That, that was a very funny experience. <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting. <laughs> I love your mom so much. So that was that was really refreshing. That was quite funny. I also don't think your mom has ever been shocked by any of my um antics, antics or aesthetics before. So that was quite fun. That was quite a, a you nice stay swagging. So you yeah. stay swagging. <laughs> appreciate it but now i'm very excited when you first when i first read the question which mythical punishment would you least like to enjoy for a second i thought it meant like ancient cruel torture and i was like that's a very weird thing to discuss <laughs> um but then i was like oh no that's not what the question says the question says mythical and i know you're very big into mythology and you played games that are really very um very tied to that mm-hmm. so uh yeah that, that made it a lot more fun because Th- them gods and people back in them day were on wild. They were exceptionally twisted. <laughs> yep. And ultimately, uh, a lot of this is actually tied back into the minds of people because they created some of these mm-hmm. stories and t- retold this, some of these stories. Um, and there is a, a depth and darkness to a lot of these that yeah. scare the life out of me. Yeah. I feel like this form of punishment is is what today is when people watch like CSI yeah. you know when people watch crime scene investigation and they see just the horrific ways that these writers come up with these terrible ways of murdering or doing harm yeah. this is what this was just like a thousand years ago this is how I feel when someone asked me to do a 40 minute hip session <laughs> <laughs> just at in Barry's boot camp I'm here for it I'm here for it down with Barry's <laughs> that is a different type of torture yeah thousand calories in an hour okay I'll go for a walk thank you very much <laughs> Fighting for my life, please, <laughs> please, Barry. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, okay, do you want to start? Yeah, yeah. So I've I've written down I've written down three, yeah. um, because there are some ones which are just, just wild. So the the first two are legit ones, and the last one is a, is a funny one. And so the first one is, uh, Demeter, Demeter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you you probably? Yeah. I mean, that I was looking at a couple of lists, and Demeter just shows up. Demeter is out here cursing people pretty much. So this first one, and maybe you've got this one as well, but cursed Erisichthon? <laughs> Gonna say that. Erisichthon? Um, with an insatiable hunger. So Eris, I'm going to shorten it yeah. so, I, so I can say it properly. Yeah, er- the king. <laughs> yeah, Eris the king was apparently had incredible amounts of hubris and was very, 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 very full of themselves and also liked to show off and just chat a lot of nonsense yeah. about how grand and great they were. And so 
when creating his great hall, he wanted this massive feast table and he wanted to be able to fill it with all of the food in the land. And so he was like, I need a bigger table. Yeah. And so went to Demeter's forest and I'm guessing you've got this already. You've got uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and chopped down all the trees and in chopping down Demeter's trees to make the table, really, really, really frustrated Demeter. <laughs> and so Demeter was like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> Touch <laughs> my wood. Exactly. How dare you? I'm going to curse you with an insatiable hunger. You will never, ever, ever be satiated. You will never be full. I couldn't think of a worse. I, literally, that that was that was the one that was going to be my like final. I was like, this oh, no. is this is it. Yeah. Like, I can eat and eat and eat and eat. And I know some people dream of being able to eat and never put on the weight. Yeah. But to be able to eat and always be hungry and always have that pang, mm. I, I think it would be incredibly difficult to function, to sleep, to exist mm. with that just that need yeah it's 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 not humane like it is that so hungry that no matter what you eat your body is actively full and you're still like i can i need to eat more i feel an endless uh endless yearning and it ends up in uh, well eris yes. munching on themselves they were like i've got there's there is no joy in this life Driven i'm crazy yeah, yeah. Yeah. own flesh yeah um so and if that's what yeah so gross greek gods don't like people touching their stuff or apparently even looking at them. No, no. Um, Zeus is uh, oh, uh, an arbiter of just pain yeah, um, and just horrible things. Zeus was not a good character. No, no. <laughs> not a nice person at all. No. Um, and the one that I'm going to pick out was uh, Prometheus. Oh, okay. And, uh, Prometheus. is <laughs> more than just a, a film um, <laughs> yeah. sequel to Aliens. Um, is that is that Prometheus? It is. That is, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that's the. Is it something Ridley? Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. That the man who cast white people as the pharaohs of Egypt. The yeah. man who literally got all the gods and all the all the powerful people to be white skinned people. <laughs> yeah, good job, Ridley. You oh, racist. Dear. And then he was like, oh, he was like, oh, there aren't any good actors in Egypt. Okay. Yeah, good job, lad. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna shout out to this Prometheus. Yeah. Because Prometheus in Greek mythology mm. is known for stealing fire from the gods and giving yeah. it to humans. Cheeky. So essentially becoming the founder of modern civilization mm. or the advent of the invention of or the the utter transfer of fire. <laughs> and angered by this as the selfish Zeus would be, mm-hmm. uh, Prometheus was bound to a rock. Um, and an eagle, which is an emblem of Zeus, uh, would pluck at his liver all day. Ooh. And then at night, the eagle would fly away. Yeah. Prometheus was um, given, I think he was either a full, uh, full god, fully immortal or semi-immortal, mm. um, would grow back the liver. Damn. The eagle would then come back the next day and pluck it, <laughs> take away this thing. So this was an eternal punishment of just having your liver constantly eaten and grown back. Wolverine is in tears right now hearing this one. That because you want like real talk. One of the things that people want when they ask for superpowers, like one of the the, the key ones is like uh, healing factor, yeah. immediate healing factor, right? But having it flipped on its head like that, it's just the worst thing yeah. because that eternal pain once again you don't go without it because as it's healing it's still not fully better by the time it's fully healed it's like oh no it's daytime again get ready for the eagle munchy munchy munch <laughs> I can also imagine Zeus coming down Zeus coming down like ah oh, 
It was fire worth it. Did you have it? <laughs> While the eagle's pecking away and he's just screaming like some weird Rick and Morty Are sketch. you still here? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> there was some way to get out of this. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Let me let me light, let me light this fire next to you so you can at least see things at night. You know what? I found this key. I'm just going to put it here. Can you, you reckon you can get it? Oh, what a shame. Cheeky. Yeah, he's, yeah. Zeus is horrible. <laughs> uh, on the subjects of Zeus, I've got Zeus cursing Sisyphus. Okay. Uh, so I can't remember actually what Sisyphus did or why. But it's a very, it's a, it's one of the most known ones, and it Sisyphus is bound to push a ginormous boulder up a hill <laughs> yeah. for eternity. Kate Bush is horrified right now. Kate Bush is running up that hill, just like Sisyphus is trying to run up that hill. It's, it's the worst thing in the world to be permanently bound to just doing something without any, any growth or progress or whatsoever. In 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 Ununderstandable pain. Shoulders would be crazy though. Yeah, He'd have shoulders. he would have the best shoulder pump of all time. <laughs> but but the gym bros wouldn't really be caring because he wouldn't be going anywhere. He'd just be going up that hill. That is just. <laughs> and when the boulder would get to the top, mm. it would immediately start rolling straight back away. Down. Yeah. Now we watched uh, we watched a show called Taskmaster. Yes, sir. And they created this Sisyphus's challenge. Okay. Or they had um, four. Uh, big exercise balls that oh, they yeah. were forced to push up to the top of the hill and there are times where you just see a gust of wind given that it's on a hill <laughs> that is completely out yes. in the open that just blows the balls down the hill and the amount of dismay in their face now doing that for eternity is not something I fancy anytime soon mm. but like you say big shoulders though big, yeah exactly going up hills is one of the best things you can do for your fitness <laughs> but if it's your only part of existence if that's all your existence is I wouldn't give two dams about my existence you just my fitness. quads and shoulders <laughs> yeah you core would probably be pretty good too <laughs> in the size of your shoulders yeah um, Greek gods are just awful Very people Apollo uh, was challenged by a flute player um, to to perform to see who would be the better performer and uh, Apollo being a god that wiped, this, that wiped the floor with this person mm. got mad at them and turned them into a stream what? 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 Why? Why? Actually, to be fair, of all the things to be turned into, I actually wouldn't mind being turned into a stream. They're going crazy on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> that was very nicely done. That was, that was very clear. I feel like being a stream would be quite nice. Just endlessly flowing, just being cool. Oh, like Kano. Oh, you see? Yeah, you know what? Bars for bars. Yeah, I, I'd actually, I think of all the things that we've heard, being a stream, being turned into a stream would be the least despised one i think i would like that quite a little bit that you could find joy in it also animals would come down to the stream and drink and bath and play i guess it depends on how you, yeah, yeah yeah as soon as you said animals and yeah. uh people watching this <laughs> then it becomes a little bit unsanitary <laughs> yeah so th- once again just following the the theme of greek gods being jealous athena who I technically have tattooed on my forearm. <laughs> Athena was incredibly jealous of uh, Arachne. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Arachne was incredible at weaving. And they were to have a competition. Athena was like, I'm going to be a better weaver than you. Little did they know that Arachne is built different. different. And wove an image of gods, the gods and the goddesses acting a fool, pointing them out as the drunken messes that they are. And Athena didn't like this. I reckon he was the original conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was like, I see you up there. I see you on Mount Olympus. I see you acting foolish. Don't come over here with your uh, omnipotence now. Don't come over here with your all your I'm your goddess now. I saw you were drunk yesterday. 
you, you know we can see you. <laughs> you're on a mountain it's not like you're, you're hidden so you and Zeus aren't quiet when you're arguing you're exactly right. Zeus literally is the god of lightning like we see everything that's going on the second you have a fight it's <laughs> we know what's going on um, and so in the jealousy turned Arachne into a spider now before before like last year I would have said that's terrible but there is an anime called So What I'm a Spider it's a fantastic anime it's unknown people don't really watch it but I absolutely love it it's got two seasons and in it this spider realises that actually being a spider is pretty damn cool it's also part of a mythological game it, they, it ends up they're, they're, they've actually been put into a game and she's this myth- mythological demon spider okay. but you know I'm going to take the, the pleasures of it anyway and it's a whole new experience. There's a bit of Arachne's story that you've missed out. Oh no, what's happened? Um, before she became a spider, um, as a human female, um, she was riddled, uh, Athena cast basically a guilt onto her. Oh no. So she had guilt that weighed her down impossibly so to the point that she committed. Oh no. And then after that, Athena was like, right, so you can continue <laughs> weaving for the rest of your life. Yeah. You're going to be a spider. Oh no. Was the guilt still there? I, I imagine so, yeah. Oh no. That's <laughs> a guilt spider. <laughs> that's not an anime I want to watch actually. That's, that's turned it on his head. Do you have any others? No, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I think there is a clear common theme in all of these is that if you want to punish them, have them do one thing that is not fun or one thing that was potentially fun at one point for the rest of eternity. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, that, what's it called? Monotony of just endlessly continuing a task. Some people would call that mindfulness and other people would call it losing your mind. (laughs) You be the judge. Next up, we've got. Uh, have you got any more? Is that uh, next up? We've got Captain Kirk and the Star Trek. I want to say Enterprise, but genuinely, I can't. There are so many. Your mom is shouting. She's screaming. Um, no son of mine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, the Star Trek something. The the USS something is 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 very good at picking people up off of planets and in space and then reassembling them on on the ship. Okay. So. This question, did Captain Kirk die in every episode of Star Trek, is a question about teleportation. Mm. Is Did Mike TV die in Charlie and the Chocolate oh, Factory? That's dark. I mean, it is a dark film already, <laughs> to be fair. Um, and it's the idea that teleportation allows you to, or well, it, it's the act of taking every single atom that makes up your being and transporting it to somewhere else. Ooh. And it's the debate of, do you feel that process? Are you shredded and then recreating it somewhere else? You may have the same conscience, but are you still the same person? Mm. What do you think? So, uh, to, to start this off, I'll start with an activity. Have you seen the greatest Christopher Nolan movie of all time? Yes. And that is... The, the Prestige. Night. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so in 2006, uh, Nolan brought out a movie called The Prestige just before he started his uh, Dark Knight trilogy. Yes. And in The Prestige, you have Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman. Have you seen it? No. So they are opposing um, magicians and they're doing random tricks in, I want to say the 1900s, maybe 1800s, somewhere around that time. They're doing disappearing rabbits they're doing flashy things but it gets to a point where they start doing really big things and spoiler alert for the prestige which is a great great movie but i'm giving it up for the uh for the the content just for the content one of the big prestiges and the prestiges the the secret behind the trick Mm -hmm. is that christian bale when he does his disappearing man act 
he actually has had a twin brother his whole life <laughs> that he, they have just perfected living a single person's life. And so you never knew. Nobody ever knew that there was two. But Hugh Jackman <laughs> goes and meets Nikolai Tesla, okay. who's played by David Bowie in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all madness. And Nikolai Tesla, the genius that he is, has worked out how to clone human bodies right Interesting. so one is a very practical way of doing it and the other one is pretty much just magic <laughs> at this point but when they are cloned two exist but Hugh Jackman can't have two Hugh Jackmans exist and so the person who is cloned is always mm. the second they are cloned dead murdered so the second they jump into the cloning machine yeah they fall into, it's usually either a pool of water that they're locked into or they are beheaded. So Hugh Jackman actively, every single time they do their trick, disappearing person trick, they're actively Just killing, killing them. themselves to then uh, appear, reappear on the other side of the stage. Madness, absolute madness. But it just reminded me massively of this um, remo removing the original person, pulling them apart and then reappearing. Now the consciousness is the same. The consciousness of, of every of every person who is reappeared through the teleportation yeah. is the same. As we see, there's an episode where basically the the teleporter teleporter kind of breaks. Mm -hmm. So they keep their consciousness and they're digitally kept in Dr. Bashir's hollow suite. Mm -hmm. But obviously physically their atoms aren't there, they're pulled apart. Yeah. But then later on in the episode they fix the teleporter and then they reappear them. And when they're in the hollow suite, they are being themselves. So mm -hmm. digitally, they still exist. Their conscience still exists in some form, but physically they don't. So what, technically the body obviously is dead and gone because that would, you know, the, the removal of all the atoms and the mo molecules and everything is all gone. But, con but physically, but spiritually and mentally, they're still there. Well, physically, they'd also be there because you're teleporting all of those atoms. And no, that's not how it works. So it breaks them all apart, completely breaks them, mm. takes the code, takes like the the, well, the in IKEA. Star Trek. Yeah, but we're talking about teleportation as a concept. Oh, it's a we setup for okay. Yeah, it's a oh, setup right. for teleportation as a as a whole. Okay. So in Star Trek's version, yeah, they break they break them apart. Yeah. Take the building blocks like an IKEA. So they three D print them. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. It's mm. just a, a holographic three D printer. Mm. So yeah, they're uh, technically in the Star Trek version. Yeah, Kirk is physically gone. So that means every single teleportation device, mm. or, or no, because they can be teleported to places, can't they? Mm. Then, oh, that's really interesting. How do they get printed onto this thing? They get projected. Yeah. So every single teleportation device has the ingredients for a human being. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. Um, I think that they are completely different people. Mm -hmm. um, because you are moving someone and something in a way that is deemed to be impossible by natural or by like the natural laws that we, I don't say maybe not natural laws, but the laws that we currently obey mm -hmm. as human beings. So by definition, we're creating a new person. Yeah. Whilst their consciousness may be exactly the same, there may be, I feel like there is the moment in which they are uh, separated from everything by being teleported from one place to another. The, some teleportation machines have that time in between. And in that time in between, you are non-existent. And if you can go out from existence and then return to exist, or not even return to existence, you're then created. And because there is that period of time in which you are non-existent, mm. I believe that you're a new person. Mm. They're also traveling into the future. Because technically there's a period of time where they don't exist. That's so then they're, they're traveling into the future. For, it might be in a very quick moment, but for a few moments, they're not there and then they're there. Um, 
it's a it does come back to a bit of like the the theseus's ship again yes because if you pull everything apart and put it all back together mm. is it the same ship yes or no i mean you have more to it than just physical pieces mm. because there is a whole mental capacity to it and if you if you believe in a soul there's also a soul that goes with it as well is it the same soul or is it just a carbon copy print it's uh you know you have a million versions of the same car that are made in exactly the same factory but they're not the same car even though they're identical they're not the same so is this repurposing of the same pieces the se- the same person or different i actually don't you know who we should leave that with who our audience hold down pressure's on pressure's on you guys i'm sorry good luck with that one what do you think if you teleport do you become a new person or are you exactly the same person final question what lies beyond our observable universe yeah. you got some science for us I'm not going to call it science today. I'm just going to call it an explanation for the sake of this question. Um, apologies to any physicists out there for any botches that come up. But essentially, uh, as I understand it, we are able to observe currently, which is about 33% of the uh, total size of our universe. Our universe is constantly expanding, mm-hmm. but it will get to a point where it is no longer expanding. But even at the point where it is no longer expanding, from what I understand, we won't be able to observe all of it. I think it's 99.6% of it, the current estimations, but obviously science changes and as we develop, we may get to see more. Um, Some things are able to expand beyond the speed of light. And we also have this resource, which we call dark energy, which exists in that realm. Um, And what we're going to talk about Mm. is we're going to talk about what lies in that realm, um, which is that dark energy. Think of it as... um, Think of it as we are in we're in a tire. We are in the inside room, inner rim of the tire, and the rubber is the dark energy. The mm. dark rubber is our dark energy. What exists in that space? Well, in in the first of all, shout out to the James Webb Space Telescope uh, mm. that gave us a, a greater vision into the depths of space, which helped me when I was imagining beyond that, even even further beyond that. Yeah. And in 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 this. Um, in this research, I discovered that currently the universe is about 90 billion light years across, yeah. which is pretty damn, it's pretty, it's pretty damn far. That's quite a long way. I think it would take more than a pop round of shops to get, to get to where we're trying to go to. This kind of stuff is the, it's the thing of fan fi- of uh, science fiction. It's the thing of all the Marvel universe. It's the thing of... Yeah. Every Star Trek. The stream. Disney world, isn't it? Stacking all those buzzers on top of each other is a really interesting form of measurement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Disney, though, helping scientists work out how to measure things. Yeah, uh, Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. <laughs> um, yeah, you were saying. So, first of all, I just want to point out that this um, exercise is, is pointless because we live in a dome, the earth is flat. I don't want to hear anything else of it, right? There is an ice, ice wall surrounding us that keeps us, keeps us hemmed in. Is there anything beyond the infinite ice wall? Well, no, I guess it's infinite. Oh, I, d- oh, I don't know, you know. I don't know. I've, I've not gone deep enough down the rabbit hole to get there. Um, so there is a really, really cool comic. It's my favourite comic of all time called The Infinite Vacation. Yeah. And it follows the understanding, the basic understanding of string theory and multiverse theory. Mm -hmm. And for me, I think there is an endless set of universes beyond our our universe. I believe there is a universe for every single reality that can possibly exist and can't possibly exist. There are universes and spaces that I think break what we know to be... Uh, universal rules okay. so things like gravity there'll be universes where they don't exist there'll also be a universe where every single thing is exactly the same other than you have 
one you have a different phone oh, okay. there's another ex- universe that exists where we have a dog in in this flat right now and then there's one where every person is made out of corn on the cob yeah so and that's what genuinely i think and also a lot of um scientists mm-hmm. kind of lend towards that theory they they it not in a sci-fi way as i'm saying it where everybody could be a piece of corn on the cob but in a way where there is a, a chance that beyond our own universe, there are many other universes that coincide with, with us. So you see it as uh, essentially an arrangement. Imagine um, a board and in every single box there's a universe. Potentially, yeah. Or we are just building blocks for a much larger thing. Every universe in itself is its own atom. That is a building block for a larger... It's interesting. Structure. I've always thought of them as stacked. Okay. So we were existing. So like, for example, my hand is one meter in the air right now. Mm-hmm. And there's another universe where it's slightly lower, Ooh. but we're existing in the same space. Okay. Kind of like, uh, like somehow, sometimes I see dimensions presented as that, yeah. as we're all within these dimensions that we can and can't experience. Yeah. You know, when Neo is doing his uh, backward bend in the matrix, Bullet yeah. Time. Yeah, it's yeah. like kind of like that. If you took a s- screenshot of that and yeah. you said all of these are different universes, his hand is there, his hand is there. Da, 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 da. That's yeah. kind of how I imagine. Okay. Right? I see um, it. What I think is in the non-observable universe Mm -hmm. is uh, the true ending to Game of Thrones. Oh no, Um, what is the true ending to Game of Thrones? What do you mean? The the one that should have been or the one that... I don't know either, but what what (laughs) is is your true ending? uh, I mean, Game of Thrones and... Spoiler alert. (laughs) uh, Game of Thrones final season was notoriously bad. The directors slash writers left to go and direct and ruin another franchise in Mm -hmm. Star Wars Mm -hmm. Episode Mm -hmm. 8. And what they did is essentially they made several decisions about the big bad being murdered. Uh, The big bad who has one of the most powerful magicians ever, one of the most powerful characters in the whole show, being snuck up on by an assassin that's been trained for like three months. Um, The reasonable, rational queen suddenly breaking and becoming like her grandfather and killing all of these people who she deemed to be innocent, despite having a fairly good record for liberating people. Okay, nice. Um, They then had these two lovers uh, go kind of head to head and set up a very predictable, he has to kill her to save the rest of the people because she's that well mad. Oh, that's nice. Um, And then finally wrapped it all up with, this person is no way qualified or is in a suitable position to lead a destabilized country, mm. but we're going to put them in there anyway because they know everything about time and space. And instead of being an advisor, they're going to be the leader okay. because when there's potential for more war, we want someone who is incapable of I fighting. Yeah, um, yeah. So the true ending of Game of Thrones is out there, which rectifies all of those problems. Okay. The truth about Partygate is also out there because what? Well, Sue Gray and them lot are refusing to release it. <laughs> Come on, Sue. Sort it out. There is a conspiracy in Hollywood um, to keep the truth from us. Yeah. The true ending to a series of unfortunate events, which is not as grim, <laughs> because I was robbed of 13 books as yeah, a child. Yeah. And then it was just like, well, this is very just sad and grey. Yeah. And the bad guy is dead, but he's not dead in a way that is satisfying to us in yeah. any single way. Yeah. That's why I'm torturing children for 13 books. There is definitely a collective of people out there that have gone, you know what? Let's just ruin this for some people. You know what? Seven, eight seasons? Nothing really. Mm-hmm. Couple, couple, three, two, three weeks of your life? <laughs> Forget about it. At Forget least you had the first two it. seasons. Am I right? <laughs> the truth is out there, people. Let's get to the non-observable universe. Find my GoFundMe at non-observable universe. At, this is 
false and fictional uk <laughs> there's also a good star wars episode 8 out there somewhere <laughs> yeah. that we're just we're just praying on we're really just praying on for that as well yeah I, I'm, I'm back it but I'm, let's get in our spaceship we gotta go we gotta go we gotta find this if we find when we when? find the the true the true endings of game of thrones i'll watch it i'll watch the whole season and the whole show review you heard it here first <laughs> if that's not reason enough for you i don't know what will persuade you <laughs> let us know at is a hot dog a pod on TikTok and Instagram, mm-hmm. as well as a, as is a hot dog a sandwich on Facebook and YouTube. Wherever you are, listen to us. At me, I want to hear something. Yeah, what do you think? It lies beyond our observable universe. Yeah, what's going on in your world right now? What should we be talking about? Let's know. Thank, Thank you for your time. Thank you for being with us. We hope you're happy. We hope you're healthy, and we hope that you found some laughs with us. We are over and out. Goodbye. Peace.